That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Here we go, JV. Guess what? It's a throwback old school edition to the very first yesteryears of the podcast. We all got a, we're running a two man crew today, baby. Duo. It's just duo. it's just it's just two of us Bengal boys. I am Lee Michael Campbell. Across from me is the one, the only Zach Mercury Dragon Powers. Zach Mercury Dragon Powers. I've called him that as long as I've known him, dude. That's how I roll. How you doing, Merc Drag? Oh, dude, I've been chilling. You've been chilling pretty I've been good, chilling, dude. Yeah, I didn't. I was on last week's episode. Yeah, so, you yeah, know. yeah. Last week it was a fun one. It was just uh, me, me, the Shubman, yeah, and then the Rudman. Yeah, Shubman, the Rudman. Uh, yeah, Billy obviously had his wedding. I was in, uh, I was in Los Angeles for a week. That was cool. Ooh, yeah, I'm pretty fancy now. Yeah, no, that's pretty dope. It was nice. It was a good time. Hey, there uh, it is. There you go. I'm pop that shit. Well, yeah. So we are down, uh, Billy, because he's kind of. I mean, I would imagine he has a wedding hangover right now. Yeah, so we we should start with that, right? That, I mean, that's both of what we did. Yes, congratulations to the divorce. Yeah, old meatball, the old meatball got hitched. The old hoagie found his French fries. Yeah, it was a, it was a nice ceremony. It was very pretty. Uh, they nailed it. It was funny. They had jokes. Um, at one point during like the dinner, Billy's best man roasted him. That was funny. Um, other than that, I don't know. It was a legit fun wedding. Most weddings are not fun. There was a lot of dancing. Lot the of photo dancing. booth was all, stayed pretty lit the whole time. Yeah, the photo and, booth was bomb. And uh, Alex Schubert, yeah, Bingle Boy, throwing spinning the ones and twos out there. Dog. Spinning the ones and twos did really well. Kept it flowing. The music was good. Everyone was dancing. It was fun. I did have a big dark point. During the wedding, okay, and that happened to me is pretty embarrassing. I don't know if you've heard this. The story has been going around. Oh, I've heard it from ten okay. different people. Okay, so here we go. Um, so when I get to my seat, right at what by the time I get there, first of all, I 
message our group chat because it said five on the reservation. I know, dude. And I was like, is that doors at five? And I was like, and then I'm sitting there like, man, I feel like I should get there like 4.30 just be case, you know, just be safe. And my girlfriend's like, just show up at five, 5.15. I was like, no, something tells me. Anyway, it turns out it was five. So then I'm like figuring out, rushing out there. I show up like a couple minutes before it starts. I get some chairs right in front of oh. Phil Pointer. Josh O'Neill, Zach Wyckoff, you know the crew, the boys, and uh, so I. There's two seats, like the whole area, right? I sit in my chair, and you ever sit in a chair? And you're like, uh oh, this ain't right. Something's uh, wrong with this right chair. Off the bat, right off the bat, you knew it. I knew Ooh. it. I was like, something's not right with this chair. And didn't then, trust it. I didn't trust it, and uh, I was sitting there the whole time. I'm like. Oh, I should try and find something else, but you can't. There's no open. There's it's full. It's I about mean, they to go had, down. They had exactly as much chairs as they had guests. Yeah. So I'm like, man, this feels weird. So anyway, the ceremony is happening. Everybody's getting ready. Um, at, I look over and I see that I'm six inches below my girlfriend. My chair is splitting like that. Like the legs, <laughs> the legs out are bowing out I, from it. They're <laughs> bowing out, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like. <laughs> It's like a, a player who broke his leg trying to act like it's not broken. No, being cool. You're just trying to like Playing hold cool. up. So I'm just like gripping onto the chair like, dude, I can't let this happen. Can't let this happen. I hear fucking Josh O'Neill laughing his ass off behind me. Him and Wyckoff trying not to burst <laughs> out laughing. And this is happening, by the way, during the opening ceremony, right? So it all comes to a peak when... I really start to see it. And some old chick behind me, the worst. All the, oh, even think about no. this. All the comedians were silent. And we all knew what was happening. We were trying not to say anything. This old lady who I had no idea who she was, she was like, full volume. What's wrong with his chair? Like, full volume. I'm like, great. All right, now I got to figure this out. So then, right as I'm about to do that, Alicia starts walking down the aisle. And everyone stands everyone up. Stands I was up. like, oh, fuck. Sweet. Now I, I got to figure this out. So then, why cuff? He's like... You wanna uh, you wanna switch chairs with me? I'm like fuck yeah fine. So then I'm handing a chair over the aisle as Alicia is walking down the aisle. Oh Picture my god! That. Finally I get his, and then before I even sit down, I'm like, okay, if this chair does the same thing, I'm gonna go in the bathroom and kill myself right now. I didn't do that because it was the You're chair. You're still was fine. here today, thank god. It was god. just that one chair, which is hard to believe. Because the first thing that you think when a chair starts to collapse is, I am a big fat. Ass. Am I the fattest person at this? Point? <laughs> <laughs> which I, I did an ocular scan. I was not by, by far. far. By far, by I far. was not. You weren't even the fattest person in, in that the section. wedding party. Yeah, yeah. yeah in so, that row. That's true. So. Yeah, luckily it all happened, but Wyckoff and... No, Josh O'Neill primarily thought it was the funniest thing in the world. and uh, But I made it past, you know, the wedding was fine, no chairs broke. Nary a broken chair? No broken chairs, dude, so it was good. Other than that, that's... That makes for a good wedding. God, he's telling me that story as if I wasn't there, uh, even though I was invited, because I wasn't there. I got, uh, I got fucking uh, hooked into working. Yeah, yeah, I had to work. You showed up uh, though. Oh no, I was you there. Party. I missed the uh, missed the ceremony. Oh, I got, I was there for all of the good, cool, fun parts. Oh yeah. But it sounds like the ceremony at this one actually was part of the good, cool, fun part. It was cool. It, it seemed like a cool one. Like I said, most ceremonies really suck, but that one was cool. And then uh, the food was good too. You had like a nacho bar, which by the way. Fun. It's a bold move when multiple people see you collapsing a chair and you go up to the nacho bar. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm eating I this shit. I'm drinking care. a porter with it. No, God. 
Well, no, I mean, I got there and uh, found Billy, yeah. and then Billy, sweet Billy, you know, embraced me. Yeah. And cried he deeply. Cried he said he'd been crying all day long. His eyes were fucking swelled up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the wedding photographer is going to have to do a lot of editing to make Billy look like he wasn't. Fix them levels. Yeah. <laughs> Go in with that airbrush and try to, make, <laughs> try, to make, try to make Billy look like he's not nursing a hangover. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Over by drowning himself in scotch. Yeah. No, it was impressive. We were uh, we were laughing really hard. I would like so the the wedding had cleared out and everything was kind of good to go. It, nothing too terrible had happened. No one. I mean, yeah. Zach. Ha- you know what I'm nothing, saying? Nothing. Nothing happened. Every, everyone everyone was, cool. was on their good behavior. Yes. Like John Holmes was in the wedding party, sitting on stage, <laughs> had every opportunity to like throw up or you know unbutton his shirt too much or do anything like didn't that happen. didn't do it didn't happen. uh yeah i mean the the only happening was zach's chair but it was just yeah. faulty equipment and even then that was private yeah you know, it, not yeah exactly it. not everyone saw it so we had made it without you know the woodward's like damn this risky wedding ended up being pretty cool pretty chill and then after just about 90%, 95% of the Woodward Theater had emptied out, I was standing at the dance floor talking with three people who I can't even remember who they are. Yeah. They're just faces at this point because this is, you know, free beer and vape pens all night. For sure. <laughs> For sure. It was a hell of a night, dude. There was a lot of shit going down. Yeah. I paid for a couple of Jim Beams and water just for shits and giggles. Dude, I did too. I bought a Jack and Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if I'm just going to drink free beer and wine. Yeah. Yeah. I was drinking a lot of wine. Yeah. You look sophisticated as shit. Yeah. You were going suit, no tie. Suit, no tie. That was a Glass of red on the dance floor. You looked like a badass. I was, dude. That's how I was rolling. But. But I know, so where you're going with this is very interesting. So you're talking to someone on the dance yeah, floor. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's clearing out, right? I'm talking to a couple of people on the dance floor. Everyone's clearing out. This theater has a second floor. Very yeah. cool venue. Yeah, it's dope. Beautiful venue. Imagine, you know, stringed lights along everything. It's gorgeous. And something flies down from the second floor and lands at my feet with like a serious thud, like loud enough that... Everyone behind the bar, all the people working for the Woodward going around picking up trash are like, what What the fuck was that? Yeah. It was a full water bottle with the lid on 
Billy had thrown it at me <laughs> from the balcony, and it landed right at my feet, fucking exploded, got all over my pants. My legs were soaking wet. And then Billy laughed, almost <laughs> fell down, picked, him, fucking pick, balcony. Yeah, picked himself up on the rail, Jesus, and then staggered off into the shadows with his beautiful bride and now wife, Alicia DeVore. What a savage. Chasing after him. So then I was like, what the fuck is Billy on? Jesus Christ. So we walk outside directly yeah, after that. Yeah, which is where I am. So enter Zach and everybody, everybody. else at the wedding. Holding sparklers. Yeah. At get- some point. I don't really remember how this all unfolded. How did they I, get lit too early? I don't know, dude. Because I'm standing there. I'm just trying to like go to motor and keep fucking going, right? Yeah. And some guy hands me in... Uh, Maurice Sparkler. We're the biggest there. fucking the sparkler. Big, huge. There's, dude, they and were I, a foot and a half long. They were huge. They were thick. They were thick. They, they were, were, thick, dude. Dude. They they were thick. They were sparkler. stretching the limits of yeah. that bag, dude. And they needed to be as big as possible. Yes. Because Billy almost fucking missed it. Yes. Because, so here's what happened. So I'm inside. And I'm like, some guy hands me a sparkler and I'm wasted. I'm like, we're not lighting these off inside. That's not a good idea. But he gives it like 30 people. So then we line the sidewalk and we light them. And the idea is that Billy and Alicia are going to walk outside yeah, and classic, walk through the sparkler. Classic Instagram post. Yeah, walk through the yeah. sparkler thing. It was beautiful. But the story that you had just described was happening as the things as were the lit. Spark- yes, I got the water bottle thrown at me. Yes. Saw Billy run into the shadows. Then I walked from there about 15 seconds to the door and saw the sparkler yeah. tunnel yeah, and was like, I don't know if Bill Bill's going to make he, this. They <laughs> barely Oh, dude, and it. we stood out there. Barely. I'm not kidding, y'all. These were the biggest sparklers I've ever seen. They probably took how many minutes to burn out completely? Dude, fucking five? Five minutes. Five, which doesn't sound like a long time. By but when you're waiting for somebody... It's a long time. ...to get the, own, the one picture, the last picture. Yeah. Dude. We were howling with laughter. I swear to God, when they finished the tunnel, they all started to die. Oh, oh it was yeah. By the, they were, they were going they out it. as they were walking past them. Dude, could you imagine it? How mad Alicia, just how every, how mad everybody would have been. It would have been Bailey. bad. It would have been really bad. And to his credit, dude, he came around a hopping and a skipping. I don't know how he possibly <laughs> got it. How he could he possibly, you know, get the boost to do that. By but the he grace came of God, smiling and crying, happy yeah. tears, and got all the good pictures. But once again, you're gonna have to. I didn't see him after that. Yeah, I went to motor. I had one. I had a bullet. And it went to shit after that. I don't remember what happened. <laughs> I, I know that I, according to my bank statement, I had one drink at Motor. So I couldn't have gotten too crazy. Too much crazier, I should, I should no, say. No, it couldn't have gotten too much crazier. <sighs> it was a good time, though. No, I, I feel like I got, we got to, I got to bed maybe at a decent time that night. Yeah, it was probably two for me. Two o'clock. Yeah, it was a fun weekend. Which I, dude, I'm all about. I'll shut it down. I love shutting the bar fuck down. Fuck yeah, I'm dude. About that shit, dude. I'll be up all night. I don't give a fuck. I have just, I, I try to tell myself that I don't like to do that, but then I do it. You do it naturally. several times. It's just your a natural, week. but especially doing what we do when you're just used to the, being at fucking bars. All night. Yeah, and even if it's even if it's just an open mic, if you've got a new joke that you're excited about and yeah. it gets a laugh, 
or or if it's a showcase and you get a killer set in, it's a Wednesday and you get to have a good one at the Go Bananas. It it is. I you do have the inclination to stay up late just because a good show like that, the adrenaline. It's hard to go to sleep. This is such a tangent, but it's. I'm glad you say this because like this is a problem I run into with my girlfriend. Is she kind of goes to bed at like eleven midnight. And it's like a constant source of debate where I come home from a show around that time and I can't sleep. I'm just like wide awake because you're just like, it, uh, it is like an adrenaline thing. Yeah. You're just like, especially if it goes really well. And then you're like, dude, I can't, I can't sleep right now. But then she's just like, you can't just stay up till 2 a.m. I'm like, dude, that's, that's how it is. But it's that's a hard on. wave to catch. And when you catch it, you just want to ride it. Because when you feel good, then you go and work on that joke even more. And you're like, holy yeah. shit, maybe this is a banger. Yeah. Maybe this is a real good There's joke. potential here. Yeah, it's a there's a really killer right. YouTube video. It's this like 22 minute long video of Gary Shandling and Tom Petty. Oh my god, dude, and, I've watched that five times. Yeah, it's amazing. Dude, it's, it's so just good. two masters. Yeah, they're just two, bullshit. Two yeah, and they're bullshit, but that's the when he so Shandling pulls up to Tom Petty's like Gainesville Manor. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like the yeah. dopest like villa yeah. ever. And that's what they're talking about when he first gets out of the van and they're talking is they're talking about like, uh, you can't go to bed an hour after you play an arena of 20,000. Yeah. You, you can't, can't do, do it. Chemically, you can't. Yeah, your brain won't. Gary Shanley would do a theater of 1,500. Yeah. Go Petty's home. And, and Tom Petty's doing, you know, U.S. Bank Arena two shows on a Saturday. Yeah. You can, even if you're not on drugs, I mean, but at that point, I mean, the heroin is just like medicinal. Yeah. yeah. No, that's an interesting standpoint. It you is know? Weird. You know, people like to, God, this is such a tangent. No, tangent it up. It, There's a, people it, like We got to, a two-man crew. That's true. We, we got some air some, to fill. Yeah. We're up here chatting, you know? No, it's, it's a good point, though, because like, I think our natural inclination is like, you see, you know rock star comedian or whatever and they always have drug problems you're like well you fucking idiot don't do it and like this is not an excuse to do drugs but I understand why everybody's doing them yeah because sometimes you're just like man it's not working now having said that I, I personally don't do that but I'm also not selling out fucking Taft Theater right like you know Gary Shandling <laughs> right. was yeah you know but, but normal people get famous and yeah. big it's like obviously there might be a little something that's ticks a little bit different about them for them to have that appeal or for them to be able to have that whatever it is but like once you get to be that famous it's not like anyone's prepared to do that of course you're gonna turn to some sort of chemical yeah you know anything man it's weird it's a weird thing to think about dude very weird you just gotta try and stay on the straight and narrow as long as you possibly can. Yeah. A lot of people do, man. A lot, like you said, you hosted for Steve-O, who's out there now. Sober is a yeah. goddamn spring chicken. He, and- he, dude, they need to do extensive medical studies on him. Yeah. He's got some sort of weirdness about him, dude. What he's done yeah. to his body, the way he's drug wise, alcohol wise, and physically, it was, yeah, it's, it's insane. He, he faced a beat down. It's pretty nuts. Yeah, no, our bodies are pretty resilient. Yeah, I hurt the shit out of my back a couple of days ago, and What'd I was I was really worried about it. I just have been getting back into the gym a little bit lately. Oh yeah, yeah, and 
What were you doing? Just some some free weights or something? Uh, no, I just I I was doing machines, and then on yeah. like the third time I went, I got cocky and just did some flat bench. Oh yeah, low weight, but you know high reps. Yeah, hurt my back, but I've been stretching and but it. Just gotta get back out there, dude. Hey, dude, I, I don't lie, dog. I turned twenty eight this yeah. Friday actually, yeah. and uh, I feel pretty good. I feel like my yeah. body is still, it's not It's not on the decline yet, even though yeah. science you're says it probably you're, you're, is. Like I said, you use it twice with spring chicken. You're in pretty good shape. You, yeah, spring chicken two fat. times in a you, single uh, one. Yeah, that's pretty dope. You're not fat. You got some muscle tone on your arms. You're doing it all right. Well, but you thank also you. do work. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A lot of us just kind of sit at a fucking desk all day and yep. type, you know. Move your shit around. Move it around, dude. Just move your fucking body around. But yeah, I'd, New Year's resolution. Are you here to? Do you want to? Do you have oh, one dude. that you think you'll no. make? Because you were talking about sleep, dude. I would like if I could get a normal sleep schedule, but I just don't see how I could. It's not gonna happen for me. I can't do it, dude. I can't get my brain to shut down. I feel like that would be a great New Year's resolution. Start sleep more, but I can't do it. I cannot get it to stop working. So. We'll see what happens. Maybe I'll uh, get into cars. I don't know. Oh that yeah, get up thing. underneath the hood of yeah, your I can PT give me cruiser. A car guy, maybe I'll be a yeah, get the PT cruiser. You're gonna res- we're gonna restore the cruiser. Restore the the cruiser, the the HHR, the Homo Hot Rod. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, dude. I've heard it all at this point. But dude, yeah, so I, I okay here. Let, let me let me run this scenario by you. Okay, yeah. down in OTR, I'm at this new bar. There's one guy at the end of the bar, uh, very drunk, by himself. There's also I'm meeting a group of people upon arrival. There's a group of like six, seven people, yeah. another group of three. They're all together talking with each other. Guy by himself at the end of the bar, uh, talking very loudly to him, to himself, hopefully, hoping, hoping that it hits somebody's ears. Yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. He's looking for listening. <laughs> yeah, he's he's looking for an audience. Comment. Oh, did you see this guy just bad? This kind of yeah. blatantly looking at groups, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you do in that situation? Oh, well, okay. So he's just he's because I walk you. by. No, no, I walk by my group. Say hello to my girlfriend. I go straight to the bathroom right when I get to the venue, which is what I always do because I don't want to walk straight in and talk to a bunch of people. Yeah, agreed. So go, you know what I'm saying? No, let me get a buffer time. Yeah. Let me check out all the exits. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> Figure it all let out. Let me fucking, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and while going to the bathroom, I look at the guy, give him a head nod, we smile, exchange pleasantries. Yeah. I'm a little sucked in at this point. Yeah. Does it change the story that this is a new bar in OTR and he's the only neighborhood black guy in the whole place. Mm, yeah, it does a little bit. It does, doesn't it? It's weird how that kind of thing plans out, but I think more so it's about, you know, there's a creepy solo dude at a bar just kind of being weird, speaking up a little bit. I'm a very, like, I avoid contact at all costs with something like that. Unless it starts to directly affect my immediate world at that point. Yeah. Like, if he's talking to me or, you know, talking to your girlfriend or talking to one of your friends, that's when you step in and be like, all right, dog, come on, man. Well, I definitely have some sort of, like, martyr complex. Oh, yeah. Like, where I kind of get off on that shit and trump it up a little bit. So, I talk to the guy. 
Yeah. Do you think it made the situation better or worse? No, because I think people like that, sometimes I think, I mean, if, okay, so if he's- No, I'm asking you, I know the answer. In this particular situation, do you think me talking to the guy- I bet uh, it made it worse. Satiated his attention- and caused the situation to be under control with him no longer yelling, or do you think it became worse? My gut instinct says it got worse. It got worse. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what? I, okay, rather, I guess it remained the same for the group. Yeah. It got worse for me. Yeah. Because instead of just talking to me, because I went up and tried to talk to him. Yeah. And instead of just talking to me, he kept using the scream volume so yeah. that the whole bar oh. could hear it. So now I look like the fucking asshole who's just yeah, who egging him on. Him up. Yeah. Egging him on. Yeah. But at the same time, Social interactions deserve, are so fucking weird, though. Yeah, but people deserve respect and to be treated like humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. I mean, they do. Even if it's a weird dude at a bar, you don't just, like, ignore him. I'm guilty of that. That's why I know it's not right. You know, but like I, I, I think you get some points for treating a human like a human, and yeah, it might have had disastrous results. I really but- do, and, and and you're spot on with that. Like I really do believe in the idea of treating a human like a human. But this made me think in particular, like, what is the cutoff? Makes you be like, I don't think of maybe being I an know. asshole. Yeah. Right. Yeah. At what level does your personality and how you're acting cut off the? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. It's weird. It is a trippy one. But it geeked me out. He was just so upset. He played every single sport in high school, man. <laughs> every none of them stuck, man. Every single one. Taught Adrian Bo- Broner how to box. Oh yeah. Yep. Fought Ezra Charles back in the day too. Probably. Yeah, the, yeah, the Cincinnati fucking Cobra, baby. Cincinnati Cobra, dog. Man, I like these. We've got these little mini mic know, stands we since these, we're like, on a yeah, two-man crew Billy's right now. Good. What the fuck happened last week? Yeah, I mean, more of the same, except for there was a little bit of fight in our, a little bit of spunk in our giddy-up. There, there was. My initial analysis would be that the defense certainly played a little bit better. Um, it seemed like there was a little bit more energy on the field. It seemed like people were more stoked. Joe Mixon... Had a great game, as he does. John Ross got a touchdown. That's kind of what we're seeing on the surface. But for me, all I know is that a minute 50 left in the game, we fucked up a two-point conversion. Jeff Driscoll got sacked. Then on our final drive, fail, fail, fail. And then we fucking couldn't get a playoff to end the game. It's like striking out looking. Yeah. And then thinking that you can walk to first base. Like, I don't even know how that works, but... If you want to, yeah, if you want to, like, address it with the most positive outlook, you would say Jeff Dr- Jeff Driscoll is a good backup. Yeah. He man- he, no, you, you know what I'm saying? He managed the game. Good second string. Yeah. Good second string quarterback sure. to have because, you know, you're ideally, if you have a second string to come in for a half, come in for a two-game stretch, yeah. that's the best, you know? Yeah. That's the most you want to use him. He could do that. Yeah. He's serviceable. And I also think that we're, as Bengals fans, we're a little bit, like, spoiled in the sense that our last backer was A.J. McCarron, who had all that hype of college, like the star status. Of right. That kind of, he was kind of his own star, and he played five games. Yeah. You know? So then when you got someone like Jeff... Yeah, Driscoll, you know, who who just he he's would just a guy. he would have games at Florida where he was like six of twelve for thirty eight yards. Yeah, 
But he's a dual threat. He can he, run. He did it all he's right. A, he's a nice he little can backup. Run, dude. He can run. He, he would have got a rushing touchdown if that one hadn't been called back on that bullshit. I think it's his biggest. Yeah, it's his biggest attribute. Is he can run? So Driscoll is pretty talented. Our our fucking uh, you know lowest rated defense in the league had some serious fight in him today or uh, last Sunday. I mean Rivers. Rivers is nasty. He's a fucking legend. He is. He's so good. He's having arguably the best season of his career. Uh, At what? 30? 96 years old. Something like that? Yeah, he's got three grandkids. Yeah. Yeah, He's a Mormon. He's got like 10 kids. Yeah, no, it's crazy. No, Keenan Allen's so hot right now. Five straight touchdowns. He scored. But then in the second half... Our defense held him to three field goals. Yeah. And then that fucking Ace Van Churn looking motherfucker, what's his name? Badgley. Yeah. <laughs> he was he, dang he, he kicked that fifty nine yarder at the half. And I mean, you know, it's, it's here we are, bad. Here we are, a bad team. Yeah. Right? What it's what it is. And we played a good team on the road on the West Coast. Kind of held our and, own. And, and and held our own. So Are we turning whatever. a corner? Are things Getting better? Uh, perhaps with the pieces that we have. We don't yeah. have Andy. We don't have AJ. Mixon looked good. Yeah. Ross scored a touchdown. He's running his routes. It looks like pretty crisp, right? Yeah. Boyd still appears to be a weapon, even though he's not putting up, you know, one receiver numbers. Yeah. He like he definitely benefited from having that blanket of AJ. Oh, for sure. Well, you know, yeah. If so Boyd's it's, it's getting like doubled, yeah, for sure. It's a pecking order, right? AJ got double covered. He's gone. So now Boyd gets double covered. And then it'll just it, they're just gonna put double coverage on whoever your top wide receiver is, and when he doesn't have that cushion of everybody looking at AJ, yeah, and he's still great, but it, you got to be multifaceted. I mean, we have uh, we have n- really no threat at tight end. No, Ozuma no. is uh, a decent pass catcher. Yeah. Uh, decent block. I mean, everyone across the board is just decent. I mean, everyone's gone. Every Everyone's... I, I think we've played like five or six tight ends this year. Maybe somebody comes out of this year that we get to keep for next year. But I mean, that's that's somebody... That's something that we need to address in the offseason. I mean, it, as far as the draft looking forward, I, I mean, if we lose out... <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. The Bengals... It's one thing that we've done extremely well is draft. That's true, but like, kind of, I mean, not defensively. I I feel like I brought this up on a previous episode. It's weird to me that Marvin Lewis coming from his defensive background with the Ravens, and he was a linebacker in high school and college. Um, I mean, when was the last time we really drafted a great linebacker? No, no, we've we've gone. A full secondary. Yeah. We've got Kirkpatrick, Dernard. Which is fine. Yeah. You know, uh, William Jackson, yeah. I think is going to be great. He is great now. But I don't know. I think we got to get a linebacker. That's my. That's it for me. We need a linebacker. Tez, I think Tez should be fucking released. I don't know how it works. I don't know. Got to get out of that money. We gave him too much money. He's we just, just need to fucking eat it. He's a liability. We could we could justify for a while because of how good he was, but he hasn't been good in three years. Yeah. So and he also on top of that, on top of not being good, he doesn't play the first four games of every season. Yeah. So then what the fuck does. do you do then? So 
I my vote's linebacker. What about you? No, I say linebacker. People are going to be saying quarterback, quarterback. But if you look at the quarterbacks no. coming out this year, there's nobody that you take in it's the first be a shit round. Draft. It's already it is. It's a shit draft. shit draft. No, I mean wait it out. Andy's coming back. Uh, you know, start it now. I back Andy. I'm not. No, I'm, me too. He's a serviceable quarterback. He's fine. I he's like not Dalton the Driscoll. Issue. Yeah, no, he's not the problem. He's not the problem. The real question is, I saw there was a report. I don't know. You know, you Bangy fans out there might have seen it too. There are certain analysts saying that it's about to go to Hugh Jackson. That Marvin's going to step away and hand it over to Hugh. That could be all smoke. No fire, we don't know for sure. But, I mean, I think that everybody's – that's kind of what's on everybody's minds right now is that you think – the question that you have to ask yourself as a Bengals fan is, are you okay with moving on from Marvin Lewis if it means Hugh Jackson? Because it seems like that's the only option at this point, which is a weird scenario to think of yourself, right? Like, it's like a genie that – you ordered the wish just like slightly wrong and your house catches on fire or something like that. That's essentially what's going to happen is if they are going to move on from Marvin, it's going to go to Hugh. And I don't know how I feel about that. Hugh Jackson fucking somebody had some kind of tweet. He was like, he's the only guy to take two teams to the bottom of the AFC in the same season. Yeah. I mean, Hugh Jackson was the play caller during the most prosperous years of the A.J. Andy era. Yeah, for sure. He's an amazing offensive coordinator, but is he a head coach? Yeah, no. I mean, he... But then the argument you can make But then, I, I, I don't know. Look at what... Look at the season that the Browns are having. I know. And, like, look... That shit doesn't... It's it, like blaming... It, do you think it's Greg Williams? You know? I mean, how much... It, how you're just and with the NFL, it's certainly more than say the MLB. The, a head coach is a hugely important mm-hmm. position, as far um, oh, yeah. if he's play, if, regardless of he's calling plays. That's culture shit, right? It really is. It, he Hugh kind of instilled it a little bit in Cleveland. Would you say maybe not? Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, I mean there was the a little love loss. That they look better now than they have. It's like it's similar to like when a president gets four years, eight years, and they leave office in like the first month of the next president. They're like, look how great everything is. You're like, well, you didn't really do shit. Yeah. You just kind of got set up by the previous Precisely. Morning. So, is the Browns' current scenario set up by Hugh? Even then, they're still not amazing, but fuck, man, if that sorry-ass franchise, if he could even get them five wins in a season, that's I know. Huge accomplishment. I know. And you also can't judge a head coach by what they've done on the Browns, man. That whole organization is fucked. From top to bottom, fucked. As much as the Bengals try to make me otherwise, I'm still, if nothing, an optimist. Yeah. If Hughes our guy, as Bengals fans, you got to ask yourself: Is it better than Marvin? I. The I, answer has to be yes. Yes, it has to be yes. You and could fucking hire. No, we don't know. You know. And I'll. I think I'm in the minority by saying this, but like. I'd rather have a season with Hugh than another season. You with could him. hire Lou Holtz. Yeah, <laughs> I would. I, you matter. know what I'm saying? You know what you're gonna get. All right. So let's say Marvin comes back next season. We know what the fuck's right. going to happen. Why not? We're all. We already suck. Fuck it. Let's move on. Let's give Hugh a shot. Who cares? Why he not? Good shit for us. He was. We were great when he was here. Mm-hmm. We were good. Did we win a playoff game? No. No. Have we won a playoff game? 
Maybe things will change if he's really the one 30, calling the shots. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go down. But you know, if you got to, if you got to take, I don't know, fucking comment on an Instagram post or something like that. I don't know. I, I really don't know what's going to happen with that. I could see it going either way, legitimately. Man, and you know, so this has us been glass half full the whole time. If I'll just be glass half empty for just like five seconds, then we'll start roasting these fuckers. Like, yeah. Both of the teams right now in Cincinnati, the Bengals and the Reds, yeah, screwing the pooch. Yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. Screwing it in <laughs> like 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 fucking us. Like look, looking to make us bad for a minute, for a while. Again. Yeah. Somebody the other day said something to me. They were like, "Oh, we broke the playoff curse. FC Cincinnati won a playoff game." I was like, "Shut your fucking mouth. That is not at all Be the quiet. same thing." God damn it, did that piss me off. But Much love to the FC Cincinnati. Sure. Yeah, do your thing. But, it's, you know, but you can't compare that to a franchise that's been around, first of all, for like 200 years. The first one. and Yeah, and then the Bengals, obviously, from the 60s. But Dude, I don't know. We're going to find out. My, I'm, I'm hoping that things get turned around. And um, I think maybe there's a scenario where Marvin gets bumped up to like a more traditional GM position. You you gotta figure that this loyalty family first love affair yeah. that Brown has with Marvin like he's not it, it, he won't even it won't even be like resigning no. he will just be transitioning to yeah. a front office position and again man it's sure I don't hate that. I, not necessarily. We've drafted some pretty good talent recently. Yeah. You know, if we just want to keep shining or, you know, polishing this fucking turd of a season, you know, next season, if Andy's healthy and AJ is healthy, then we open up with like AJ and Boyd and Ross, who have both gone out and had to work and had to get numbers and had to have been one and two targets and gotten significant reps in games, you know? Yeah. That's three big-time targets, and who knows? Go out and get a tight end, get something, get that. Who knows? We're already looking towards next season when we've got fucking, like, three more games to potentially win. That's true. But I think that's the thing that's on everybody's mind, what's going to happen. I think I, I gut says they're going to just take you on, but we'll see, you know? All we can do, though, is focus on this week. The Oakland Raiders. The fucking lowly, lowly Oakland Raiders. The Gruden Raiders. As a general team, is there any team that is more disrespected than the Oakland Raiders in football? Definitely not. No, there's like a general, even when they were good, people didn't like them. They were like, these guys are pieces of shit. Like, I don't know, man. The 90s Raiders were so badass that NWA used their icon as a brand. And then the players were harder than NWA. <laughs> yeah. Like, think about that shit, dude. That's wild, they, dude. That was when cool. NWA is looking up to you for how fucking hard you are, that's some badass shit, dude. Yeah. No, the Raiders, it, it, it's a cool brand. It is a 
cool brand. It's a badass brand. It's all brand. about it. The good thing about the fans is that they don't have to dress up to look like Ultimate fans. They can just wear their normal clothes and they look <laughs> like Raiders fans. <laughs> I wrote a burn about the move. Can I tell that yeah, before no, we go lay it on me. Uh, the Raiders are set to move to Las Vegas yeah. in a few years, obviously. Uh, Las Vegas is known for having one of the worst housing markets in the country. Do you know that? I did not. One of the worst in the country, which makes the Raiders a perfect fit because their property value can't go any lower <laughs> by having the, the Raiders join Vegas. So No, I, I think it's a shame. Or How do you feel about the move? I, mean, I think it's, Oakland's it's getting corporate. royally fucked yeah, because Oakland it's not is. just it's not just the Raiders. No, like first of all, the Athletics have been talking about moving out for years. Yeah. Uh, the Golden State Warriors, I don't know if they're already there, but I know that they're moving to San Francisco really? for a proper arena there. If it hasn't already happened, um, I don't know, man. Maybe Oakland's just maybe the fans suck. I don't know. I've never been to Oakland. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, that's a it's a crazy thing. It seems like the Dayton of San Francisco. It kind of does, huh? You know, we're just kind of, I hope we have Dayton fans. We're just, listen, you know, your city, yeah, okay. Things are all right, you know, but it's not San Francisco, all right? It's not Cincinnati. Yeah, Dayton, you're not Cincinnati. You're not, dude. You're we trying. love you. Hey, and guys, give it 20 years, and that 45-minute drive between Cincinnati and Dayton will just be filled with little exit towns and yeah. strip malls, and it'll be the Cincinnati, Dayton, greater area. Yeah, Twin you know? Cities. Yeah, just the, the Twin Cities. Keep growing. The Twin Peaks, baby. And then we'll have the FC Cincinnati Stallions or whatever we are, <laughs> and the Dayton Bats. The Dayton Bats. Hell yeah. <laughs> they leave Louisville, move up. I don't know. No, I feel bad for Oakland. I mean, the Oakland Raiders. It just yeah. seems like more, it, whatever, it's a corporate move. Hey, it is. You know, it for sure is. It's it's a super corporate move. It makes me hate Mark Davis. He just seems like a sniveling little billionaire yeah. fuck boy. And we're, we're so we're gonna and get we'll, to him and in a we'll get to him in a second. But also, I like the move to Vegas. Let's just get it to the point where you ha- you can just have like a very easy to use sports betting app on your phone. Yeah. Oh, Let's just yeah. Move and that's it that a whole way. other thing. Like you know, it's, it's, it's coming. It, the NFL is what it is today because of fantasy football. Yes. Get it, it is. to Vegas. Get a stadium in Vegas. I mean, if you're a business and the NFL is nothing but that, it's an easy move. Well, get- I, one other thing I've heard is that. Um, the fans in Las Vegas apparently are good. Yeah, like, they, dude, that Knights team, that, that that's NHL what I was about to say. expansion team, the, they sold out every fucking game. Yeah, and like their first season, they went to the uh, Stanley Cup, I believe. No, I've heard from a lot of people that Las Vegas gets a rap across the country of just being the strip. But yeah. it's clearly, it's not just that. Well, I've, I've heard a decent amount of Las Vegas fans now are Chargers fans, actually. Mm. San Diego fans. I guess that's the closest. I don't, I don't really know. But you know what? Fuck them, dude. Listen, Oakland, I'm sorry. It's shit's going down like the way it is. But it's what talk happened to when St. You- Louis. They'll give you some tips on how to move on. The craziest thing is that they're putting all their eggs in Gruden's oh basket. God, dude. We'll talk more about that yeah, when we get to Jesus him. Christ. But now let's uh, let's get there. I, 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 we were, Powers was just talking about like the iconic Raiders brand yeah. and like 
know exactly and then in, and then in 23 and then in 2013 oh. they introduced their first mascot the raider, raider rusher. rusher devalued the brand instantly it's so bad it's the antithesis of the raiders brand it's such a fucking bummer it dude. looks like some weird shit you'd see on cartoon network if they aired porn at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, like that's dude. what it reminds me of <laughs> it's like a cartoon head with limbs yeah. Yeah, no body. There's no tours. Like, the Raider Rush is actually the perfect mascot for o- for Oakland because his chest cavity's been blown out. <laughs> <laughs> they actually designed the mascot based off of owner Mark Davis, uh, a giant head with no neck and a shitty haircut. <laughs> he looks like Mr. Incredibly Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dude, if he it's was, so weird. No, it's like it, a little shark. What's the horns on its head? I know dude? he looks like a two-year-old's drawing come to life. Like <laughs> this is you. It's just like a circle, circle with four sticks coming out of it. They can't. What psychological thing does it say when a kid can't draw like a torso? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, it is such a bummer, and it, it, it looks like it's. He's meant to look almost like a pilot or something, like aerodynamic. Like he kind of looks plainish. But let's take a step back. What is a raider like a? Fucking pirate, a, a shitty yeah, homeless yeah, pirate. Yeah, 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 exactly. I always thought it was a legitimately a homeless pirate. A That's raider, a raider would have to raid in order to yeah. Have the raid, like the traditional raider's mascot looks like someone who just finished their first day living in Oakland. <laughs> like, that's what it looks just like to me. Just fresh off the train. Fucking eye patch. Fresh off the scars train. on their face. <laughs> holding a knife. Oh, my God. And uh, mascot Raider Rusher represents the team owned by Jesus fucking Christ. This is... I mean, it's so... This I, is the best GM... Or, sorry, owner to roast in the league. I, no, it's the best one. The first thing, the first thing that I wrote... because. You know when you have someone that's just such cannon fodder that it's, it's overwhelming? Hard. It's hard to and write. And you don't know what to do? Yeah. The first thing that I could... I, after like 10 minutes, I just scratched on my notepad. I just wrote, I'm honestly offended this man exists. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, he's... It, yeah. I hate so much it's, that he exists, dude. dude and he's worth so much fucking money. It's so much. And uh, if you don't know what Mark Davis looks like, before we go any further, his haircut can be described as, what, the a three-quarters fryer tuck? Like, that's <laughs> know, the best I can so do to bad. explain it. Oh, no, it's so bad. He looks like he got a, a kid's haircut so he can't get charged for fucking one. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Yeah, to plead insanity in a pedophile case. He looks like Peter Pan moved on from kids and now only wants to inspire 50-year-old dads. <laughs> he looks like Pippi Longstocking was the first person to transition successfully. Dude, have you seen his wife? No. He has this laundry list of the most stunning women that oh, you've ever God, seen. God. Oh, Jesus. No, it's awful, dude. The last time something, uh, the last time something this ugly fucked this many people was the introduction of the AIDS virus. <laughs> dude, look at his Jesus. fucking wife right now. Which he just, he just looks so bad. It's really. Oh my God! Yeah, what is this, dude? <laughs> what is this fake ass world these people are living in? Dude? Stunning. He okay. So I, I this is a theory I've kind of held for a while, and it's not just Mark Davis. You can look at Donald Trump. You can look at any powerful person. I legitimately think that he believes having a shitty haircut is a power move. Yeah. He's like, yeah. my haircut's so fucking stupid. Yet I have to call the shots, and I can fire all you motherfuckers. I'm ugly. 
I'm ugly. I, don't I know give a fuck. I'm fucking ugly. I know I'm ugly, and I'm still powerful. I'm still your boss. That's what it is. It's a fucking power it's move. It's the only it's move. Crazy to think it's about. It's the only. It's the only thing that makes sense as to why someone with such uh, access that he has would have yeah. that haircut. No one has that little self It's the no way. It doesn't exist. That haircut probably costs him $5,000. Yeah. He probably gets it done. It's more difficult to, to get make him it. that haircut yeah. than a good one. Yeah, no, for real. What what do you do? You literally just take clippers and just cut it off like around like I It's like a bowl cut where there's food still in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like some spaghettios or something no, like that. Looks, yeah, dude, it's not a good look. It looks like he's wearing thrift store skin. <laughs> <laughs> e, e, e. I don't like him, dude. Mark it really Davis. haunts me. Dude, uh fuck you, Mark Davis. There's a picture that goes around the internet. Oh my god, dude! Al, like Al at Davis. one of his last interviews, Jesus, he looked Christ. like a he looks like, zombie. He looks like the Raiders mascot. He <laughs> no shit. No, he looks like a guy who put a spell on the Raiders mascot when he was entering his town. Dude, it, he's got a bandage on his head, fucking sores everywhere. <laughs> Jesus, who let him out in public like that? I know. If I was his nurse, I would have murdered him. He I would have been like, "Nope, dog, this is this is over. You don't get to- so sick." God, it's dude. sinister. It's sinister. From looking. from that. To that, Al Davis, dude. My man. goodness, age is a motherfucker, dog. Age is a fucking motherfucker, and it takes time for no one. <laughs> Speaking of getting beat with the fucking ugly stick, uh, Reggie McKenzie. Bad luck for Reggie because he got fired this goddamn week. Yeah, that makes sense. He looks like a burn victim. <laughs> he, he, he doesn't need to be roasted. We get, already got him getting roasted. What do you got on old Regmond? I think Reggie McKenzie looks like he lost more skin pigment than regular season games. <laughs> Mark Davis is so racist, he's trying to make his GM white, too. <laughs> I love that so yeah, much. That's a good one. He looks like James Earl Jones and Blake Griffin fucked at an Indian casino. <laughs> that's what he looks like. <laughs> Fuck this his dude. His face is so freckly and sun damaged that Mark Davis is looking to harvest it for his own. <laughs> he wants it. Dude, this guy looks fucking... Harvest. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. He's just Harvest. Cropping. All these boys are crops to him. Jesus, God, damn. There's so many a, freckles. He, it really is an unsettling he's looking He's huge, face. by the he's way. He's gigantic. He's a massive yeah, dude. He's, he's like six foot seven. But yeah, he got shit canned on Monday. And I, I wrote these burns for him specifically right before he got fired. Next day I saw it, they canned his ass. I was like, God damn it, dude. But to my knowledge, I don't think they replaced him. No, can't hack it. No, I because... I think that it's just going to be John Gruden. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, they just handed the fucking keys to John Gruden, who is now four games over 500 in his career as a coach. Dude. He, in his seven seasons with Tampa Bay, he had double digit wins two times. Yeah. Well, I think we've learned that John, you know, Gruden can only win games if Tony Dungy hands him a team that's worth winning. Right. But I don't know, man. I think uh, you, I just want to be like, yo, I'm John Gruden. I traded away the best defensive player in the league, and all I got was this shitty haircut. Yeah. Like, that's what <laughs> he is for the 20th year in a row. No, he did prove how good of a head coach he was by uh, taking the Oakland job and then immediately making turning around the Bears and Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really is yeah, a great coach yeah, for other really teams. He really turned around the Cowboys season this year. 
He's so full of shit, the whites of his eyes are brown. <laughs> he just smooth talks his way. He's got yeah. a goofy haircut. He's so, he's Joe he's, Madden. He is. He's all like He's charisma. Joe fucking Madden. Dude, you know what this is? I'm about to... Okay, this is some real like conspiracy shit. Hiring him was a concerted move by the NFL and the Raiders to win back older white dudes who are pissed about people kneeling in the NFL. Really? I legitimately believe that. Why do older white dudes love Gruden so much? Because he's just he's just John Gruden, man. He's out there grinding. He doesn't fuck Like, he's just old football, man. I'm wearing a visor. Exactly. By the way, I can't tell if he wears a visor because he beats his kids or because he doesn't have a hairline. I don't know <laughs> which it is. That's one of those. It's one of those, too. But no, I legitimately believe that. I think that, like, I, it, the NFL can't force a team to hire him, but I think the NFL was all about him coming back because it's... It's a little bit of a regression. He was a brand, too. I mean, Gruden's quarterback camp. Gruden's 12. He's a big deal. He's going to be the face of the expansion team in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, it's just so wild. It's just his team. Well, it's also, he openly, it's like, he's openly said, listen, I'm not learning this new shit. I'm playing football the way I know how to play it. And it's shown. They're fucking terrible. He traded away their two best players. Yeah. They're gone. And they immediately made other teams better. I mean, they have... Next season, they have two first-round picks. In 2020, they have one first-round pick and two second-round picks. They have a ton of players, and it's just... They're just going to... They're giving him $100 million over the next decade to make their team what he thinks it is to win at the NFL. And... I read this article today. It was really interesting. The NFL has evolved since the last time he was in the league in like '09. Yeah, the league's changed philosophies like three times. Yeah, that's how it is now. Three it, times, it moves it, much you faster. have to adapt. It moves. It's it's a completely different game. And what this article was saying, he's signed for another nine decade. years. He's a decade. Take the hundred million out of it. We, a decade. The thesis of this article was fascinating. Was we don't know what the NFL is going to look like in ten years. There's there might not be one player in the league right now that's going to be that playing be in ten there. years. He can't make it in the current NFL. What are we what doing? What makes you think that he will figure the fuck out in ten years? It's not going to happen. John Gruden is the Donald Trump of football. He's unqualified, living in the past, and robbed his own supporters of millions of dollars. Yeah. Absolutely. That's how it is. He's just Congrats, a fucking bud. con artist. He is, dude. It's crazy. Which, you know, get paid, dog. I don't know, man. If you want to coach football, I don't blame him. No, what is he supposed dope. to do? Be he like, fucking no, finagled his way into, like, literally owning a fantasy football team. He's he just like, yeah, yeah, I'm care- Yeah, I mean. Dude, if he wins one Super Bowl in 10 years, which, man, who knows? You can't. The NFL is so hard to predict. They're going to have so much money. They're going to have... It's ter- It's crazy. They're going to Las Vegas. They're going to get a whole new... They're going to start from scratch, essentially. Derek Carr is going to be gone soon. I mean, Marshawn Lynch is probably going to retire. He already got hurt. He's out the rest of the season, essentially. They're going to start from scratch. And they might nail it. They might not. I mean, but you go through their roster, and it's not that great. No, I it's mean, they're gonna dog be, shit. It, they're going to be bad for a couple seasons. <laughs> it's going to be bad for a minute. Yeah, it's going to be Marshawn bad for Lynch a is, like, the f- most fun player to watch, but he... All indications of that he's like probably thirty two. Yeah, but he's still out there being beast mode, dude. He's fucking around, dude. Oh, I know. He I drafted him in like the third round this year. He's a he's beast. He's so fucking How could you good, not? Dude. I love him. He's one of my favorite football players ever. Agreed. I'm glad the only I'm glad he's hurt so I didn't have to roast him. Because I wouldn't yeah. have roasted I him. I wouldn't want to. Because I, he's the he's hilarious. Yeah, he is. This is just a quick Marshawn Lynch plug. 
quarterback. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Uh, if Derek was a car, he'd be a used Corolla that someone uses for Uber. <laughs> uh, he fucking sucks. He's just a pedestrian guy. Yep. No, he looks like he listens to the Bible on audio tape and calls it a Godcast. <laughs> <laughs> that is anybody making a Godcast? Yeah, someone. A Godcast. Pete Holmes. Pete Holmes. The Pete Holmes Godcast. Fucking probably. Pete Holmes. It, yeah, Derek Carr looks like he loves Jeff Dunham. Oh, <laughs> he looks like a Jeff Dunham Best puppet. Now that I look at him there, again, dude, he could. Yeah, he could be a Jeff Dunham puppet. He's just probably racist. Not that interesting, <laughs> you know. Uh, Derek Carr. Yeah, I, I definitely got some like pseudo car burns in there. Derek Carr looks like he's missed child support payments because he bought a new spoiler. <laughs> it's pretty... I don't know. It's pretty cool to see what the world's biggest Fast and the Furious fan looks like. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. He's no, just kind of he, he definitely cried when Paul Walker died. Oh, for sure, dude. And he also probably called Paul Walker pussy for dying. So I don't know. <laughs> I, the, the truth exists somewhere in the middle. But... <laughs> Oh, man, dude. Backing him up is a familiar face. You yeah. guys might know him. Uh, AJ McCarron. What do you got on AJ, dog? Dude, I I didn't want to. I like AJ McCarron. He's got Bama Boy tattooed on his fucking chest, though. Big. 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 Too big. He looks like when he moved to Oakland, his biggest problem about wasn't being a backup quarterback. It was about the ethnic diversity of Oakland. That's what he looks like. <laughs> I, I I don't know, man. I can't back AJ McCarron anymore. I feel bad. He kind of got the shit end of a straw. He went to Buffalo, got hurt immediately. Oh, boy. Jesus Christ. We just pulled tattoo. up his tattoo. God, it's so fucking it's bad. It's such a bad tattoo, dude. Do you remember in the national championship game when his girlfriend, now wife, Catherine Webb, yes, was in got the like super famous? Oggled. Yeah, well, he got really upset that his hotter-than-fuck girlfriend got famous. Yeah. So he's probably handling being a lifetime backup quarterback pretty well, wouldn't you say? <laughs> I think he's AJ's going. probably got a cool head about it all. Bam, a boy. Oh, that's the worst tattoo I've ever fucking seen. And he's got some kind of weird, like, Cholo Jesus thing in the middle. It's just like, uh, not a good look, dude. Running back. Doug Martin. Doug Martin looks like Nelly became a youth counselor. <laughs> In the inner city of St. Louis, dude. He's uh <laughs> he's nicknamed the Duggernaut. Not because of his force on the field, because that's what he would always say he wanted to be as a child. I want to be a Duggernaut. Go to space. <laughs> his other name. <laughs> His other nickname is uh, Muscle Hamster. Yeah, it's a cool one. Which is uh, mostly because when he got busted for PEDs in 2016, he fed all of his HGH to his pet hamster, <laughs> and it died. So Muscle Hamster became But he his got rid of the evidence, though. He did ditch the evidence. Uh, Still got caught, though. Doug Martin went from the Buccaneers to the Raiders because his career has been a shipwreck. <laughs> <laughs> or you there could you say go. his career has been booty. Or yeah, you could yeah, something one of those, one. dude. Doug Martin, he was a uh, fantasy hopeful for just like years and years and years and never played out. Well, yeah, he you never got really any did. of the running backs? Uh, you got fullback Washington, fullback Keith Smith. Yeah, Keith Smith. Look at this motherfucker Keith up. Smith. I only got one guy. on him. He looks like a. <laughs> 
He looks like a genie whose magic lamp is a Camaro. <laughs> That's what he looks like. So I'll go. He's got a weird haircut. I don't understand it. I said uh, Keith Smith looks like the leader of a pack of cartoon criminal dogs. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, <laughs> like what was that movie called? The Aristocats. Yeah, yeah. Like, like the rival dogs in Aristocats. Yeah, he looks like like the the machismo badass dog. Super animated. Ah, uh, dude, I've got one on DeAndre Washington. Uh, yeah, DeAndre get it. Washington, backup running back. His sister was murdered in New Orleans uh, a couple months ago, and now Washington is outspoken about gun control. Uh, that's a weird sentence to say. I'm gonna say it again. Washington is outspoken about <laughs> gun control. <laughs> ah, getting political up here on yeah, the yeah, new yeah. Nasty Boys, baby. Wide receiver. Marcel Aitman. Marcel Aitman. I don't know how to pronounce it. Marcel Aitman, Ottman, who knows? Aitman. He looks like he writes bad poetry and then rants on Facebook about how nobody appreciates art anymore. <laughs> I think he looks like John Legend chose community college over music school. <laughs> uh, John Urban Legend. John Urban Legend. <laughs> Marcel Aitman. Uh, who's after that? Let's see. I got uh, Dwayne Harris. Dwayne Harris? You got it? Let me see. Dwayne Harris. Look at this dude right here. You know what his nickname is? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, they call him Dwayne the Cole Harris. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He is scary. Yeah, dude. he's a scary What is that haircut? Man. Yeah. It's yeah. like a... Square dreadlocks. <laughs> square. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. You know, square dreadlocks. Very scary, menacing face. He kind of, he looks like he's seen a ghost five times a day, every day for the last three years. <laughs> yeah. That's what he looks like. Yeah, no, it looks like he's married to a ghost. <laughs> no, he's a scary looking boy. You got a uh, Jordy Nelson? Yeah, old Jordy Nelson. What do you got on the Jordman? Jordy Nelson... Uh, <laughs> This is okay. That that's a rough burn to start with. I'll do the other two first. <laughs> Jordy Nelson's so bad at being a wide receiver, even Aaron Rodgers couldn't make him look good. <laughs> Jordy Nelson going from Aaron Rodgers to Derek Carr is like a kid finding out that his mom's new boyfriend Jeff is getting full custody. It's not like a. <laughs> I should have let off with the first one. <laughs> Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson looks like the only person ever who made group chemo a competitive sport. <laughs> That's one of those ones if, like, it I have... It does look sickly, man. I need to remove my name from the tags on these so no one can search these podcasts and find my name on the internet. <laughs> Jesus, he looks sickly, dude. Oh, dude, he looks so bad. No, dude, <laughs> if the wrinkles on his brain are like the wrinkles on his face, his family should move out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because he will come to and... Killed them all in the bathtub. He is a simple looking man. Oh boy, that to... that chemotherapy just got Oof. me. Did you get anything on uh, Keith Rob or Seth Roberts? Uh, by any chance, no. Seth Roberts. If you look at this guy's face, oh. there's no audio on him, but you can tell looking at his face that he has a lisp. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can't you? Yeah. Look at that tongue sticking out. His real name is Seth. He, his forehead looked like it dug out a hole in his hair. It's <laughs> no. like perfectly rotund. 
tight end. Jared Cook. What do you got on Jared Cook? Somebody tell Jared Cook that his teeth look like they're planning a jailbreak from his own head. <laughs> he looks like fucking Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Cook actually made national headlines because of a photo that he posted of a BW3's chicken head. That came with his wings. Have you seen this? What? This is a very real thing. The right? head of a chicken. When he went to BW3s, somebody served him a chicken's head fried. Think about that. He that he posted that. That's honestly the most famous thing he's ever done. See that? If you're at home, Google That Jared, is fucking crazy. Google Jared Cook, and he tweeted a picture at BW3s of an actual chicken's head that came with his wings. At BW3s. That is what he's most known for. But afterwards, it turned out to be a big misunderstanding because Cook admitted that he brought the chicken head with him because he believed it would give him superpowers. <laughs> oh, God. I almost believed you for a second. <laughs> do you have any of the backups? Not tight ends. I do not. I've do got, you? Uh, Derek Carrier. Oh, my. Is this a joke? That's fucking Derek Carr. Derek like an alter ego. I-E-R. Yeah, he's Derek What's Carrier. your name? Uh, I'm Derek Carrier. Carrier. Now, Derek uh, Carrier, uh, he looks like more of a cook than Jared Cook, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he's got a real methy vibe to him. Now, he looks like the carrier of a tiki torch and an AR-15. <laughs> he looks like that, uh, remember like the sexy prison inmate? That yes, he does. He looks like he got hired by the Raiders. Good for them for giving that guy a job. They're hiring ex-cons. Oh, let's... I thought the Raiders only hired current cons. No, they they, they, uh, they do yeah. ex too? Yeah, That's absolutely. Good. If you put in your time doing a crime, you'll get hired in Oakland. Colton Miller, uh, six foot eight and three hundred nine pounds. No wonder he's from Redwood City, California. This guy's mom fucked a tree. <laughs> six yep. eight three oh nine. Beefkins. Yeah, he looks like the kind of guy who would choose the name Colton Miller ten more times. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like, I'm down. He's the whitest player on one of the more diverse teams. Yes, absolutely. No doubt. He looks like the only way he made it through training camp was by reading a Jordan Peterson book. <laughs> David Sharp? I do not have David no, Sharp. nor do I. Let's see. How do you take a stab oh, at I'll this guy's it. name? Kelechi Osemele. Oh, sure. That's how you say it, probably. I don't know. Kelechi Osemele. I have no idea how you would say it. He, I think he looks like he got signed by the Raiders solely because he starred in that NWA biopic. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like, he, he looks like Carlos Dunlap got the disease that the mountain got on Game of Thrones. I don't know if he, <laughs> where he became the zombie after the fucking fight with the Viper. Not dude. a good look. The blue skin. Not a good look. He has the face of a Machiavellian barbecue tycoon. <laughs> That's what he looks like to me. Oh man, uh, this guy. Calicio Samale. He looks like two pit bulls pretending to be one person. <laughs> oh, this guy is such a fucking beast. 6'5, 330. He's Every fucking time you huge. go through these rosters, you're just taken about how big they are. Just the the amount of absolute physical freaks there are yeah. out there in the NFL alone. I and then you think about all the D1 talent who doesn't make it in the league. Yeah. Think about how much freak, how much of a freak you have to be to be in the NFL. You got to be a monster, dude. It's got to be crazy. Did you get uh, Rodney Hudson, the center? Yeah, dude. Rodney, Rodney Hudson. Hudson. 
Rodney Hudson looks like Suge Knight if he had a better lawyer. <laughs> no shit. A free, free a Suge free Knight. A free man. Rodney Hudson looks like a televangelist preacher who raps his sermons. <laughs> <laughs> He's uh, apparently one of the best pass blocking sinners in the league. That's what I hear. Good for him, man. Get at it. Uh, Gabe Jackson. Gabe Jackson, the right guard. Right guard Gabe Jackson. Von Miller said Gabe Jackson is the smelliest player in the league, uh, but this dude has such a baby face that it's probably his dirty diapers. <laughs> is, he, is that a real thing he yeah, says? Von, Von Miller said that the player who has the worst BO in the NFL is Gabe Jackson. That makes sense because he looks like he goes to McDonald's and orders chicken nuggets by the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of four chickens worth of McNuggets. Which, spoiler alert, is 7,000 7, nuggets for nuggets. one and chicken. And it costs like $8. Yeah, it's an insane thing. Gabe Jackson, uh, that's the... Oh, excuse me. I just hit the mic with my brim. That's Uh-oh. a live action shot. There you go. That's the last uh, offensive lineman I have. Do you have uh, any I got a couple guys? more. Who do you got? Um... Brandon Parker. Brandon Parker. Check out the this right squared tackle. head fuck. Um... If you do a quick Google search, you would learn that Brandon Parker is smiling in all of his college photos and none of his Raiders photos. And it's uh, it's not because he realized he had to live in Oakland, but because his Raider teammates murdered his dog as part of team initiation. <laughs> he changed oh, his tune. Dude, I did not see that on any of the Google searches, man. He is He's a happy dude if you Google Brandon <laughs> Parker. Defense. Former Bengal, Frosty Rucker. Oh, he's swinging over to the defense. Oh, wait. oh, sorry. That's my bad. Yeah, I labeled that. Hi, wrong. Tanner. Defense. Frosty Rucker, formal bingy boy, yeah, when he well. got on the old Ruckman. Well, a couple things. First of all, Frosty Rucker... <laughs> Frosty Rucker sounds like a rapper who only makes tracks for ice cream trucks. <laughs> or an ice cream man who only serves at-risk youth. So icy. Frosty Rucker, I don't know, this is a, this is a little Ohio history for you. Obviously, he used to be a bangy, okay? Uh, he was the man who started the 2015 bill in Ohio to legalize weed. You remember I that? No! The one that got on the ballot. He like was an, on the bill! He was the one who helped bring that to fruition. However, the bail failed. The bail, the bill failed because it said only Frosty Rucker's company could grow the weed. Yeah, it was That's like him, was- Oscar Robertson, Nick Lachey. It was like a monopoly of 10 people. Yeah, Opp- uh, opponents of the bill say that they haven't seen Frosty botch a play that bad since he was on the Bengals' defensive line. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That was a long one. Literally. Frosty Rucker, I hardly know her. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, dude, Frosty Rucker. <laughs> yeah, part of the fucking marijuana. That's so wild. He's making plays. Oh, I mean, yeah. he, he's not going to be on that fucking he's documentary. Smart. Broke. And he's in California. You know he's he's working some weed there, dude. Uh, uh, do you have anything on Demontre Moore? Back up. No. Demontre Moore. I think he. Yeah, he looks no. like he looks like the god of some race Ooh. of civilized beavers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you civilized beavers. Oh yeah, some no. sentient beavers. That's all. I, no. Who else you got? Up. You got Maurice. I got Maurice Hurst. Maurice Hurst. Defensive tackle. Um, there are almost no pictures of Maurice Hurst without his helmet on. Probably because he does not know how to take it off. <laughs> dude, it's um, so true. His headshot was elusive. All of them, dude. Or it's because a social worker said it's safer for everyone that he wears it all the time. <laughs> um, 
I did find one picture of his hair, though, and I don't even know if this is a joke, but like his haircut can only be described as a classic fade with flaming hot Cheeto highlights. <laughs> he has some orange-ass hair, and I guess that's why he's wearing a goddamn helmet all the time. But. Was that when he was playing for the like Dolphins or some shit? I think so. Or Lions, yeah, I saw Yeah, he was on some well. team recently. No. You got Dude, that's, that's another thing about this Oakland Raiders roster, is that they're just... They've got like four or five players on their roster who were on different teams in September. Yeah. Oh, they're they've got like everyday players who got cut on the last day of hard knocks and now play for the fucking Raiders. Yep. You know, basically. Uh, PJ Hall, he's a backup. Let's see. PJ Hall, uh, he looks like he's a member of the Food Tang Clan. He looks like fucking Kendrick Lillard. <laughs> Kendrick Lillard. Big fat Lillard. Ass. I love these defensive tackles, these interior linemen, because they're all like six foot three fifteen. Yeah. Like, if you saw him, you'd be like, that's a big fat that's ass. That's a big fucking guy, dude. That's a big fucking fat ass. Jesus Christ. Uh, Jonathan Hankins, the Johnny Hankman. Uh, his face is so lumpy and scarred, it looks like he's dating another NFL player. <laughs> <laughs> I think he looks like his head's been in a helmet so or sorry. He looks like he's been in a helmet so long that his head is reverting back into his neck. <laughs> it's just sucking back in, dude. He, he looks like Geno Atkins traded his talent for Boston Market coupons and Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> Boston Martin. Dude, when you get to the end of these defense, you just start stretching. Dude. Oh, man. They're going to get weirder. It's going to get weirder. It's only getting weirder, dude. Uh, did you get anything on Justin Ellis? Justin Ellis. Uh, no, you go for oh, it. Oh, the Justin Ellis. The same people who spray the lines on the field help dye Justin Ellis's beard on his big ass face. <laughs> like I said, it gets tough here at the it end. It gets dude. weird. Well, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just a bunch of guys who, you know, like I said, like we've said many times before, they look the same. They're just kind of boring guys. Yeah, they're just kind of all people. They all kind of blend together. You got Arden Key. Arden Key. Do I have Arden Key? Yes, I do. Ooh, Arden Key. Hit me with an Arden Key. Arden Key looks like Omar from The Wire, but without any of the charisma or depth. (laughs) He's very simple. Oh, yes. He he recently... uh, He recently said that he was taking a break from social media to focus on his play, but the fact that he has one sack this entire season proves that maybe Instagram videos of butts and dogs wasn't the issue. Maybe you're just not good. Maybe you're not good. Maybe you're just not that good, Arden Key. What a name. Uh, Yeah, Arden Key? Dude, I don't know what to do. Whatever, dude. His his backup, Clinton McDonald, looks like an R&B singer named Walrus. (laughs) (laughs) That guy's fucking terrifying, dude. No, he looks like he's had, like, skin grafts or some shit. It's weird. Yeah, dude. He he looks looks like he's shedding his skin. He looks like Floyd Mayweather got the elephant man disease. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, no shit. Uh, That's all I got on him. Uh, Fucking, who's this guy next? Uh, Tahir Whitehead. Tahir. And you know what I'm saying? We were talking about how, okay, at the end of a season, it's hard writing these jokes, right? Oh, yeah. And then you've got a black guy whose name is Whitehead. <laughs> and But you can't write a joke about that, can't right? You can't do that. You can't call him Blackhead. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's, it's, it's uncouth, it's and not I don't okay. want to do it. You shouldn't. 
do it unless it's really funny. I didn't. I didn't. I'm I, saying. I I'm just saying it. that's that's part of the reason of why the Binky Boys are here doing this. It's such a valiant thing that we're yeah. doing. Really, we're it really brave. Is. No, we are really brave. we're brave. You know, you try and go out there right and burn for these fucking thirty guys every goddamn week. Yeah, absolutely. All the punters look the same. All the kickers look the I same. I will say, all if the you, quarterbacks look the same. If you're a if you're a racist person, you'll have a field day. <laughs> You'll have a field day. You can do it till the cows come home. You can just write jokes Oof. about 30 rippled, handsome black men. But yeah. if you're of sound mind and woke and are trying to write a good joke, I just, you know what? I'd, maybe I'm, I'd, I had too many high lives, but uh, I, I think we're brave. I think we're brave. I also think to, to hear Whitehead looks like evil A.J. Green who chose defense because it's more violent. <laughs> he just looks like he's a mean guy, which makes sense. He's he does. A, he's a linebacker. He looks hateful. To hear him say it, he's a pretty good player. <laughs> yeah, not very humble. <laughs> Fucking to, to take hear a, Take Whitehead. a note from uh, Kendrick Lillard. Sit down, <laughs> be humble. Jason Cabinda. Jesus Christ. Jason dude. Cabinda looks like the leader of the least chill tribe in Wakanda. Oh my God, I wrote a Black Panther joke too. <laughs> yeah, it's because of the hair. He looks like a villain from Black Panther who only wants to... Pop the tires on Black Panther's car. Why did we both go Black Panther I don't know, with him, dude? Cabinda is kind of there. Yeah. If I can be honest, I didn't see Black Panther. I don't know what that movie's about. I enjoyed it. Did you like it? It's not. It's a good. It's a good easy. Is it a Mark, best picture no, nominee? Absolutely it's getting not. It. It's getting it. Is it really? Yes. Well, that's staggering. That it's a best. It's a best picture nominee the same way that like one of the best Iron Man is. A best picture. Iron Man never got a best picture nomination. You know, and it shouldn't have. It was an Iron It's a movie about a little kid superhero. <laughs> you can be a fun, good movie, but come on, man. Come on, dog. It was very cool, the message and all of that, but for it to be a best picture, then you also got to fucking, you know, why wasn't Step Brothers nominated? You certainly <laughs> opened a door. Yeah, you certainly, you certainly opened a door. Opened a door. Absolutely. So that's Jason Cabinda. He's going to be nominated for an Oscar. Uh, let me see. Uh, Emmanuel Lemur. Do you have Emmanuel? No. Who's I your next up, bro? I got uh, Markel Lee. Markel Lee. What do you got on Markel? Markel Lee grew up a Raiders fan and now gets to play for them. Isn't that you know cool? That? Isn't that yeah. special? Um, and like a true fan, he bailed on them after the first loss. <laughs> so. Sorry, guys. Your linebackers suck. Sorry that you're dipshit fucking toehead living in the past coach traded away your best defensive yeah, player yeah baby he's gonna do it like it's 2007 he's gonna keep doing it too oh Emmanuel Lemur you guys remember him he played for the Bengals for he a while did. he did now I knew that sounded familiar he was a, a pretty strong little great special teams yeah. come in no I, I he was a he was a nice little player uh, he looks like the most athletic drag queen in Oakland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. He's, it, it looks like his like tagline is, I'm lem- I'm lemurzing, baby. Like <laughs> Some like Tyler Perry shit. Dude. Oh, lemurzing. Dude. I don't know. Man, I forgot he was a bangy yeah, dude. Yeah, he was a bangy shfingy if I've ever seen one, man. <laughs> Carl... What's his fucking name? Joseph. Carl Joseph, this guy. Yeah. Oh, man. Check out this fucking dude. You got anything dude, on Coral? I, this is really where I started scraping the bottom of the barrel here. He looks like he's addicted to buying four-wheelers and Adidas pants. That doesn't make any sense. Just two 
it, just two it things. Just things I thought of. <laughs> I was thinking about four wheelers, and I just wrote it down. It's all right, so, so weird I'm to sorry. See the okay, come out. I'm trying. I said, Carl. I promise, I'm trying. Listen, I Zach. It's so funny. I was at the exact. I mean, you've heard my last couple jokes. I was at the same point, and then I pulled this one out, and I thought it was so amazing. But I think now, actually reading it, I think it's. I thought it was amazing because of the context of what I'd been writing. Re- yeah. Carl Joseph, his ears are so pointy, you could use them to pierce other ears. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even, it's like a riddle. <laughs> I know. It's Jesus like, Christ. I thought of that, I was like, that might be the best one I've written. You know, motherfuckers, if any motherfucker out there thinks they can do this better, please send us a burn. What's the email? I don't yeah, know. No I haven't one che- sends one. I, I don't know why I've we're just getting it. defensive. You guys are just out there listening. Yeah. And like, being really I, this awesome. is our Thank own self doubt. Yeah, but this is us just hating ourselves. Yeah, this is self doubt. I should apologize. Yeah, but no, I have not checked the email. I hope Billy has been. I yeah. thought he did. Yeah, no, we haven't gotten any. I think I might have one. Uh, Marcus Gilchrist is up next. He's a free safety. Marcus Gilchrist proposed to his wife at a Beyonce concert, but then wouldn't let her wouldn't let his fiance dance to single ladies. <laughs> yeah, Come on. very controlling husband. What are you doing, Marcus? Marcus Gilchrist, according to his Wikipedia page, Gilchrist grew up in a very strict house under his dad, who worked in the military. Marine, yeah, or yeah, he was a marine, right? When asked about the long term effects. Gilchrist said it made him tougher, more disciplined, and unable to look wide receivers in the eyes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about my boy, Garyon Conley? Garyon. Garyon Conley sounds like a field of medicine. <laughs> <laughs> like a clinic in Cleveland. Oh, uh, yeah, dude, my fucking cousin, he's up there at fucking Boston U. He's out getting his masters in Garyon Conley. He's gonna fucking fucking... <laughs> he's getting his He's gonna fucking cure it there, save dude. Those fucking idiots. He's gonna save those fucking retards with the fucking Garyon Conley. And they fucking die. Oh, fucking God bless him, huh? Yeah. You got anybody else on the defense? Well, he's a piece of shit. Uh, no, I got this guy. I got, got this guy. Pull him back up. Yeah, yeah, he's a piece of shit. By the way, a, a significant part of this roast writing process is just digging up dirt. Oh, yeah. You go to the Wikipedia page, you scroll down and try that personal life section. Oh, yeah. And just see Sometimes what the fuck they they've been up to. Sometimes they can pack a lot of oh, yeah. uh, bad behavior into three yeah. sentences. Yeah, they can, which is what I'm going to school you hey, on this, this motherfucker. Ohio State, he recently made headlines for suing a woman who accused him of rape. Let me repeat that. This motherfucker sued a woman who accused him of rape, perpetuating a systematic problem of male athletes that's called Raider culture. <laughs> uh, he's right at home. Best not to do a rape pun, and I'm not proud of it. Uh, investigators say they couldn't nail down a conviction because they didn't use a Raider kit. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, there it is. Well, just cut this podcast off in a minute. <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ. No, for real, uh, he's a piece of shit, and yeah, he he got accused of it. Not, you know, first of all, when there's smoke, there's fire, typically, with NFL players, right? right? We typically know that. But to go to the extra length to sue your accuser, like, come on, man. That's a piece of shit move. You don't need to... You don't need to do that. Don't drag her through the mud anymore. Don't do that. She, you know, she felt like something happened. 
it it could be one it of the probably rare, did it could be one of the rare cases where nothing happened but likely not and if she felt like something happened then something happened yeah don't drag her through the mud even more gary and conley Fuck you gary and you're a piece of shit we we'll put you on notice i hope you have to go see a gary and Con- conchalist one day you have anyone else on defense <laughs> no dude i got the last two i've got daryl worley Daryl Worley. He's on defense, but I just want to explore this music video. <laughs> Whoa! By Daryl Worley, the country singer. Oh, I knew that sounded <laughs> familiar, dude. One? Do you remember this? I'm just going to play yeah, like a play minute a of this, play and it's okay. Yeah, dude. And then uh, I only read like two of them, yeah. but I want to go, and I want to read some of the YouTube comments with okay, you. Okay, you yeah, mind. I'm down with All right, that. let's play. You listen to Daryl Worley, Have You Forgotten? And uh, I think you... It's about 9-11. So I, pull, I queued it up to a pretty meaty part of the chorus. I remember this. You forgot it. Jesus Christ. Such pandering. It's such pandering. When those towers fell, we had neighbors still inside, going through a living hell. And you say we shouldn't worry about Bin Laden. Jesus. Have you forgotten? Wow. They say this, we shouldn't worry about Bin Laden. This is a real part of history, dude. When that shit happened, people... You remember, first of all, this is the... the this is the most blatant ripoff of Toby Keith's song. Yeah. Which was like, and Alan Jackson. And you're at Alan Jackson. They all too. did it. And yeah. you know what? And like, it, maybe it was coming from a place of good, but when you just profit from it. No. When you dude, just those labels from prop it, them up, dude. You, hey, you want to tell me that this war in the Middle East... Yeah, it don't might, matter. Might have some things have that you don't logically. Motherfucker, they, what we saw in that New York City that I shit on ninety eight percent of the rest of the year that I always shit on because they're a bunch of commie bastards. Now all of a sudden I care about fucking New York. No, dude, I see through your bullshit, Daryl Worley. Okay, let's look at that. Let's look down. Let's just read a couple of it. Uh, yeah. I listen to this song on the way to work every year on 9-11. This year is no different. Fuck yeah, good for you, Morgan. That dude hasn't forgotten. Thanks, I'll never forget. I'm betting you never forget either. Jesus Christ. God, dude, Logan Gunselman has that joke. It's so fucking funny where she's like, I had to break up with this guy this year because I found out he comments on YouTube videos. Yeah, not cool. <laughs> it's so good. God damn it, she was funny. Can't, oh, dude, rest in peace, 9-11. <laughs> My brother is in the military Air Force. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Jesus Christ. The Navy SEALs didn't forget, but okay, listen. Okay, here we go. Okay, I just, I just like, okay, I don't know. It's so funny. I've smoked a bowl. Jeez. I like that Clifford said, I am still very pissed off. <laughs> yeah. 233 likes. Dude, come on, Clifford. I think we have two players left, don't we? Yeah, we've Jesus. got two players left. All Sorry, right. I just got sucked into that. God damn it, that was funny. Oh, damn. That song's stupid. <laughs> 
Daniel Carlson is their kicker. Daniel Carlson. Look at this fucker. They call his leg the fourth right. (laughs) (laughs) Even though he's named Daniel, I'm pretty sure Daniel Carlson is actually Johnny from the Karate Kid. Cobra Kai. (laughs) He grew up. It's got to be him. He looks like he's the reason his high school had to start having assemblies about consent. (laughs) Yes. Oh, he's fucking six foot five kicker. Oh, Jesus. Blonde hair. Johnny Townsend. What do you got on old Johnny Townsend? Raiders punter and driving school class president Johnny Townsend. <laughs> looks like he ruined his credit score by buying used iPhones. <laughs> he looks like... <sighs> okay, right. this is our closer. He, he looks like he hates punting because it makes all of his teammates run away from him. <laughs> I didn't want that to be the closer. I don't know. That's just how it ended up. Come dude. back, guys. Oh, be he, my just, he just wants friends. Oh. He's just thinking about 9-11. He looks like he's fucked up a bunch of punts because he couldn't forget about 9-11. Dude, he never forgot. He listens oh, to that no, Daryl Worley song to get hyped. Oh, oh well, we burned him pretty home, good. Dude. We burned him pretty good, yeah. Zach. It's that was been a good, good one. Two I people, love you. we nailed it. Two people, we rolled it along. Yeah, we, we rolled it right on along. Answer, dude. Um, I mean, so tunes. so uh, since the three and zero start, the Bingies are now two and seven. Yeah, we play. We play these very Oakland Raiders. The last time the Bengals will ever play the Oakland Raiders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll That's never true. play them again. Nope. Zach, do you think we're going to beat the Oakland Raiders for the last time in the Cincy- the storied Oakland-Cincinnati rivalry? What's going to happen? Predictions and bullshit. I believe, realistic prediction, I believe that the Bengals will win. I think they're going to pull it out. I think they play with a lot of fire against the Chargers, and they were actually good. So right. if we can bring that same mentality, I think we got it against the Raiders. Um at my prediction, 21 to 17. Ugly. It's not going to be good, but we'll pull it out. Uh, bold prediction, Derek Carr breaks his leg on the first play of the game. Um, Again. AJ McCarron oh. comes in, throws six touchdowns in oh the boy. face of Marvin Lewis. Oh, boy. Hugh Jackson fucks him in the end zone as a sign of... AJ? Transfer ship, yes, AJ McCarron. Transfer ship of ultimate power. Um, punking his old team and his old coach. Okay. Wait, yeah. And then uh, the Bengals still pull out a win because Jeff Driscoll um, rushes for seven touchdowns. Bengals oh. win 69 to 68. Fuck yeah. Fun what score. About, what about you, bud? I like that. I, uh, you know, I, I gonna, I'm just gonna go ahead and say, yeah, the Bengals are gonna win. We're gonna beat the Raiders. I would love to fucking just spank John Gruden. Yes, that God, would be I would funny. I would love it. That would be funny. Last home game of the season too. Would you rather have Gruden next year than Marvin? Would you rather have Gruden for the next yeah, well, 10 yes. years? No, my, oh, you're saying would you? Would you rather have Gruden for 10 years or Marvin for Come one back. more year? That is a tough call. Jesus Christ, that's a good would you rather. I would have to pick Marvin. I, you can't commit to anyone for a 10-year fucking no. contract. There's no the way. The game will be completely different. There's no way. I'll go with Marvin. In 10 years, Drew Brees will be in the Hall of Fame. Drew Brees will be coaching a team Isn't that in 10 crazy? Years. In 10 years, Drew Brees, Tom Brady will be in the Hall of Fame. Dude, in 10 years, Tom Brady will be hosting Monday Night Football. 
making fun of how shitty John Gruden is. Yeah. In yeah. his old job as <laughs> yeah. a Monday Night Football analyst. Yeah. Yes. No. Wow. There it is. We're a bunch of bunch of Nostradamuses over here. Yeah. Bengals win. Uh, let's just let's let's say Driscoll gets loose. Let's say that we game plan for Driscoll for some planned runs. Yeah. Let's let's try to catch him off guard. Bengals win 35-23. Yeah. My bold prediction is that Marvin Lewis and John Gruden meet at midfield and get in a no holds bar fist fight to see who is actually the worst coach in the NFL. <laughs> and who wins? And uh Marvin ends up stomping his head in because Marvin is the worst coach in the NFL. Yeah, and he's dirty. Let, and he's not going to let anybody take that crowd from him. That's a good point. Yeah, we got the best worst coach, baby. Go best worst coach. Love the Bengals. We're going to win. Uh, yeah, we're going to fucking win next week. And yeah. we'll be next. Uh, we'll be back with uh, more of the gang. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, more more perspectives from old Bilbo's wedding. And thank you for, for listening sure. so much. Yeah, we got a couple. You knew oh, any yeah, plugs? Plug in, yeah. Plug in. Well, see. first of all, biggest plug. Um, we're coming up on two weeks. Two weeks. The day that this comes out. Two weeks. Fuck you. We like the Bengals live. Basement of Motor Pub. December it's gonna be fucking 26th. Dope. It's gonna be so fucking fun. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, we're doing. T-shirt giveaways, I believe. Uh, you're going to be able to write your own burns and come up and say some. We'll give away some cool shit if you got a dope burn. Um, we'll be doing it live. we got some other things in the work, trying to like uh, finagle maybe a player in there. Yeah. See, not confirm. We can't confirm anything, but we're trying. Last year's was so much fucking fun. We had you know some of the old guys back, Stone yeah. and Evans. Hope to do that again. They'll yep. be in town for Christmas. Maybe a little Mike Crone in action. Who knows? Hopefully. Trying to get, a, you know, like Power said, Maybe we'll have a player in there. Um, it'll be fun. Yeah. Come and, you know, watch. There'll be a couple, you know, 15 minutes of stand-up beforehand. Yeah, that is... Our producer, Tanner, is going to be doing some jokes. He, the, We wouldn't be able to do the podcast without him. He's also Fact. fucking hilarious. And here's a quick plug. Tanner, our producer, will be hosting at Go Bananas the this day weekend. that you hear this, Thursday, the day it comes out, Thursday through Sunday. For Dave Waite. For Dave Waite, local track boy. Wayne Mehmet. Yes, all, absolutely. All local. All fucking local. Um, so good. Such a good show. Go check that out. Uh, also at Go Bananas on December 20th is VA Bennett's Going Away Show. Yep. Uh, all the Bengal boys are on that. And uh, uh, so that is December 20th, and then the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. Zach, I stole your plug. What is that? That'd be uh, Gabe Kia's in town. Oh, he's well, not headlining. In town. He's this year, but Gabe Kia's headlining. I'm hosting for him. Yeah, so, baby. Fuck uh, yeah. If you want to come out and see me tear it up, special Friday, Saturday, Sunday version. Obviously, VA show is Thursday. So, uh, yeah, I'll be hosting all weekend. I'm going to be fucking getting loose with it. So, it's gonna if be you want to come out and hang, you should do it. And don't, seriously, don't miss the live pod. It's going to be dope. December, yes, December 26th at Motor Basement. It's such a cool little venue. Come down in the cave, get close. Let's tell some jokes. We'll have a projector with these ugly motherfuckers' faces up on it. Yep. It's going to be so fun. Uh, yeah, come do that shit. What about you, Lee? Anything plug? Uh, December 21st, that Friday, uh, is The Hub. Mark Salafu's going to close that daddy out. Ooh. Let's see. I mean, other than that, just go to Go Bananas. Follow Go Bananas on Instagram. Follow Fuck You We Like the Bengals on Instagram. If you're listening to that, you probably already do. Tell a friend. Spread the love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Just uh, come out to a show. Come out to a live show. Too Drunk Too Loud is December 18th this month. Yeah. I think we only got one thing left to say, bud. That's right. Fuck you, Oakland Raiders. We like the Bengals. Bengals.